welcome back to Stripped Astrology with Sarah. Today we are finally starting season two on Capricorn. So this episode is going to be discussing everything about the Capricorn man, stripping him down completely, exposing everything about this hard to understand earth sign. So the symbol of Capricorn, the sea goat, you know, a lot of people think it's just a goat. It's a sea goat. Okay, so this seagoat has long been portrayed as like the horniest of beasts in Greek mythology. And, you know, the Greeks, they knew all about Capricorns. They kind of made this like satire of, you know, the half man, half goat personification, you know, resembling this like sign super strong sex drive. You know, most people when looking at a Capricorn man would never think that this man is a sex freak because they have such a well-mannered and restrained look about them when seen in public. However, once in the bedroom, you're going to be in for a pleasant surprise. You know, if you thought Scorpio was a slime dog, think again, guys, because Capricorn can very well like compete with Scorpio on that front. So if you want someone in your life who is honorable, dependable, and yet who behind closed doors has an insatiable sexual appetite, then consider Mr. Seagoat. You know, they're unlikely to let you down, unlike the Scorpio man who is like a sex god, but can very likely let you down outside of the bedroom where his dark side tends to come out. But with Capricorn, you know, you have a more stable and reliable man, but also someone who can really satisfy you sexually. So seems like the whole package, you know, right? But not really, because like any sign, they have their bad sides too. And we will talk all about that. So like a fine wine, you know, Capricorns tend to improve with age. They tend to be old when they are young and young when they are old, if that makes any sense at all. But pretty much, you know, they are of much better value after the age of 28 or so, which most astrologists consider like the end of youth. And the good news is that their sex drive stays the same as they mature or even actually increases with age. So if you feel you would benefit from an affair with like an older, more experienced man, then I would definitely suggest Capricorn is like your best choice. You know, Capricorns believe that everything improves with practice. So they aren't naturally attracted to like the one night stand type stuff. They want a relationship that allows time for mutual sexual um, exploration, and they want the promise of bigger and better things to come. But the warning is, is that Capricorns can be all too serious sometimes. You know, they can't really be described as like a romantic in the traditional sense of the word. You know, they don't flirt. So if you want like nice teddy bears and flowers and like a courtship with a romantic fool, then I would suggest, you know, trying a Leo or a Cancer or maybe even like a dreamy Pisces. You know, those signs are capable of like the lovey-dovey, gooey type romantic gestures that Capricorn would consider just like silly and something that should only be done by like lovesick teenagers. You know, Capricorns, more than any other sign, really understand the value of time. You know, time spent on harmless flirting, in their view, could be better directed toward their careers. You know, Capricorns place their career on top of their priority lists in life, so they highly value lovers who understand the desire for success and even support it. So nothing much impresses or excites the Capricorn man. His demeanor tends to remain rather aloof. And in every circumstance, he shows an ultimate sense of relaxation. You know, he's the type of man that will give you like that lowbrow, high 
highbrow, you know, type look. You know, Capricorn man is like the type of guy that pursues pleasure and laughs while also not being afraid of hard work. So when it comes to love, he's typically drawn to a woman with old traditional values. One that like understands the value of having financial investments and one with whom he can really share a traditional lifestyle. Him as like the front man and she as like the happily supporting wife, you know, providing him with like a stable functional home. And as old fashioned and narrow minded as that may sound, you know, that's just the way they see it. And I honestly don't blame them. They just feel most comfortable when they don't need to worry about things getting out of control. They really value stability and comfort over all else. And that is why they are really like such hard workers so they can maintain that lifestyle. So his perfect match is someone who will share his conventional family views while not questioning his personal values. Now let's dig deeper into the Capricorn man's psyche and more about the sign of Capricorn itself, like what planet it's ruled by and what the sign really represents in astrology and in Greek mythology. So Saturn is the sole ruler of the sign of Capricorn. Saturn, you know, is known as the planet of restrictions, limitations, and responsibilities. So basically it's like the adult of all planets. <laughs> You know, it's trying to like guide us, you know, um, by like, you know, teaching us how to mature and like keeping our moral obligations and by creating boundaries and like handling things in a responsible way. So pretty boring, I know. But like I said, you know, consider it like the parent of all the planets. And we all need parents in order to evolve and grow in a healthy way. And Saturn does that for us. You know, it keeps us in check and it comes to guide us at times when we really need it. And although it's never fun because, you know, limitations and restrictions never are, but it's those things that really keep us grounded at the end of the day and keeps our conscious in check. So by being aware that this man is ruled by this very serious planet of Saturn, it makes a lot of sense why he is wired the way he is you know he's sharp-minded and always ready for a challenge and the sign coming right before Capricorn being Sagittarius which is ruled by Jupiter and Jupiter represents expansion abundance and growth so in Greek mythology Saturn which is the planet that rules Capricorn is the father of Jupiter because he is represented by Cronus and Jupiter being the planet that rules Sagittarius is represented by Zeus so Cronus is the father of Zeus in Greek mythology you know Cronus was like a troubled and very paranoid god and his parents warned him that his own children would turn against him just as Cronus turned against his own father and he had a right to be paranoid because he was ultimately overthrown and killed by one of his own children, that being Zeus, who represents Jupiter, i.e. Sagittarius. So the reason I told you this is because these two gods, Cronus and Zeus, perfectly represent the difference between the Sagittarius man and the Capricorn man. So the Capricorn man, whose sign is associated with the age group of 63 to 70, all signs are associated with age groups. They go up in sevens. So Aries starts by zero to seven and then so on. So, and then you'd have Taurus, you know, 7 to 14, and then you keep going. So they are represented by 63 to 70, which represents like retirement age. And this personifies the Capricorn man's personality for better or worse throughout his life. Just like a man in retirement, he like seeks to live out his life enjoying the best pleasures life has to offer and has a sense of like peaceful happiness. But at the same time, he reminisces a lot about the better days and can be overly cautious and sometimes fairly gloomy. It's also important to remember that the Capricorn man, like I mentioned, isn't just represented by a goat, but a seagoat. 
which points to the contradiction of a very determined spirit that is nonetheless dragged down by that fishy, you know, like feelings or like being overly emotional. And even though Capricorn is an earth sign, I myself believe that because of this seagoat representation, Capricorn is therefore somewhat both of an earth sign and a water sign because they possess the qualities of both elements. And this is very apparent in their persona. You know, they're grounded, serious, patient, loyal, practical, but all, all of those, you know, in addition to qualities that water signs possess. Like they can be emotional, they can be cautious, they can be sensitive, they can be intuitive. So don't be fooled by their outer exterior that is often very well-mannered and appears to be like overly seriously. Serious, sorry, not seriously. I'm talking like Cartman from South Park now. Seriously, I'm seriously, I'm seriously. Oh my God, guys. Anyway, sorry. For those of you in the South Park know what I'm talking about. I'm seriously. Anyways, because this man is much more sensitive than one would think that's why you shouldn't be fooled by that kind of you know overly serious um demeanor of theirs so because of this retirement age group that the capricorn is represented by he is like forever open to spontaneous plans and his focus is less on his ambitions than any other male sign of the zodiac whether in relation to his career or even his personal life you know capricorn is represented by the 10th house in astrology and the 10th house is associated with social and financial status. So the typical misconception that people have about the Capricorn man is that he's constantly trying to climb up the social and career ladder. But that's rarely true because just like his Greek archetype Cronus, he sees his status as something he was born with, something that he's entitled to, not something he needs to yet achieve. He feels as if it was his birthright, you know, almost considering himself as a royal in a sense. So he is like the personification of graceful decline. You know, he's like the backslider of the Zodiac, which makes sense, you know, given the seagoat's slippery and sluggish tail. And even the most famous of Capricorn men seem to constantly fall into some form of degradation after reaching the heights of like whatever mountain they wanted to climb initially. They kind of fall from grace. So they constantly achieve heights only others would dream of. But that status is like only ever glimpsed at, but never like truly grasped. You know, similar to the Scorpio woman who I mentioned in the stripping the Scorpio woman episode, she's represented by the Phoenix rising from the ashes, you know, since she falls only to rise again better and stronger. So Mr. Seagoat has a similar role, you know, as somewhat of a comeback kid. He constantly holds out for quality over quantity in life experiences such as when he chooses friends or career, and most of all in his pursuit of a romantic relationship. Another misconception about Capricorn is that because of Saturn's rule, it makes them closed off and restrictive if compared with like their preceding sign of Sagittarius. And this assumption may be true on the surface, but, but it's you know important to note that the way the Zodiac works is that we move on from one sign to the next, starting with Aries, then Gemini, then Cancer, and so on. And each is like ever evolving. Meaning that like each sign that comes after takes on a persona of the sign preceding it. So by the time we reach Capricorn, you know, the Capricorn persona has taken on like nine signs before it. So that means Capricorn like embraces that expansive and abundant Sagittarius energy, but it contains it in a way that really keeps it pure. And Saturn, you know, isn't limiting in response to Jupiter, just like to, you know, just for the fact of putting like limitation on existence. Rather, Saturn 
pattern kind of ensures the recognition of knowing when enough is enough. And that is like a very important to have to know when enough is just enough. And Saturn's rule over the sign of Capricorn signals preservation rather than restriction. And the word Capricorn literally means goat horn. So it represents that mythical cornucopia, meaning horn of plenty, which translates to the she-goat Amalithea's horn that fed baby Zeus during his infancy while he was being a a hidden away, you know, from his paranoid and infanticidal father, Cronus. So this horn of plenty perfectly symbolizes the Capricorn experience. And it like contains and preserves this abundance and kind of restricts it in a way. And without such a holder as the horn represents, bounty soon becomes excess and wasteful and it results in pollution. So how does all this symbolism like relate to the Capricorn man in real life? You're probably like wondering, like, why are you telling us all this stuff? Well, like the answer is in many ways. So Capricorns of both sexes are most of all concerned with self-preservation, especially on the spiritual level. Capricorn is in the fourth and final quadrant of the Zodiac. So in the Zodiac, there are four quadrants. Okay, so each represents three signs. Capricorn kicks off the fourth quadrant since it's a cardinal sign and all cardinal signs will kick off the start of the season and the start of a new quadrant and the new quadrant each quadrant you know concerns like a different level of existence. So the first quadrant represents self-discovery which the cardinal sign of Aries kicks off and shares with the signs of Taurus and Gemini. So those three signs aren't necessarily self-centered although they can be at times but they are focused on developing their basic identity so their attention goes toward their needs, wants, desires, and impulses. You know, there's like this fun and childlike energy to this quadrant. You know, they want to learn, feel good and grow and are constantly curious about life. Then the second quadrant kicked off by the cardinal sign of cancer and shared with the signs of Leo and Virgo is all about family values. It deals with self-expression and the focus goes from ourselves and fulfilling our own needs to extending ourselves to not only care for ourselves, but others as well. So this quadrant is really focused on learning to recognize other people's needs, wants, desires, and see them as like just as valid as our own. So family, roots, children, and society are all themes of this quadrant. Then we have the third quadrant, which the cardinal sign of Libra kicks off and shares with the signs of Scorpio and Sagittarius. And since Libra represents the seventh house in astrology, also known as the descendant point, and the descendant point represents others in our lives. You know, this is the opposite of the ascendant, also known as your rising sign, which represents the self. So this is also the house of marriage and any serious partnership. So this quadrant is all about seeing things from a completely different perspective. So just as I said you know each sign takes qualities from the one preceding it so now we have the skills the knowledge and the experience gained from the previous quadrants and now this quadrant is concerned with finding better ways of dealing with reality adulthood and just people in general you know they love to explore life's philosophies different belief systems and expanding knowledge beyond just basic skill also you know experiencing life in more like intense type ways and exploring the psyche deeper then finally we have the fourth quadrant which is kicked off by Capricorn and shared with the signs of Aquarius and Pisces. This quadrant, you know, it takes all the knowledge learned from the past three and makes themselves known in the world. You know, this quadrant is all about having a certain status and position in society that we have earned and worked hard for. And in the quadrant, 
um, the fourth quadrant, you know, the higher knowledge we have learned, we turn more towards our spirituality and things that truly matter. So we become far more aware of ourselves and others, and we play an active role in spreading our knowledge or like sharing our approach to life with others. So since it starts with the sign of Capricorn, which is represented by the 10th house, this is the house of career. So that should make some sense. You know, that is why Capricorns are most concerned with ensuring that they have a good reputation and status that matches their vision for the future. So this quadrant is really about building relationships that are based on status and life philosophies, divisions and beliefs. It's like the humanitarian and social house. So it's about expanding our circle and building friendships that truly matter. It's also when we start evaluating life and asking deeper questions about the meaning of life. And we turn to our higher power and the universe and learn to just be like, you know, um, like how we were when we were like carefree little kids. You know, we learn to let go of everything that doesn't serve us and give into the guidance of God or the universe, trusting that what is meant to happen will happen. So I know we kind of went off track a bit, but I wanted to make sure you guys really understand um, the concept of the quadrants since we are covering Capricorn. And even though it is not, you know, apparent until the fourth quadrant, like I said, astrology and the zodiac wheel is ever evolving. So each quadrant is as important to Capricorn as the fourth is. So back to what we were saying, Capricorn is the first sign of the fourth and final quadrant of the zodiac, which is metaphysically concerned with spiritual level of existence, among other things that we mentioned. And like all first signs kicking off a quadrant, its quality is cardinal, which means it has an like a initiatory um, and essential type energy. You know, it's the only cardinal earth sign in the zodiac. So it can be described as like portraying the key, you know, something like essential and represented by its ruling planet Saturn. It has like the earth grounded structure to it, which is concerned with like preserving the purity of the universe's abundance. So there are several implications of Capricorn's cardinal earth status. The first is being that the sign of Capricorn rules the skin and bones of the body. So that is essentially the structure of our body, you know, minus the meat and fat and all that. So Capricorn, you know, views his body as a container, um, if not almost like a temple, you know, both male and female Capricorns, but especially the females seem to embody this understanding and in their infamous love of like meditation type exercises and moderation in food and drink, a theme that is really apparent in the Capricorn man's lifestyle as well, but one that sees him going to extremes. Um, you know, the reason it is more apparent in the females is because like I talked about gender polarity before on this podcast, how if you are aligned with the gender polarity of your sign and Capricorn is a female, um, has a female uh, polarity. So that means that if you are a female Capricorn, you are going to embody these, um, you know, uh, qualities more than the man is. The man is going to kind of look for it in other people or teach them to other people. So this is like going to be apparent in the Capricorn man's life as well, like I said, but it's one that really sees him going to extremes. You know, I used is the Capricorn's motto, which refers to the ability to use yourself as a way to grow spiritually. So that is why many Capricorns find yoga type exercises to be soulful and like much to their liking. And on the other hand, this motto might have a different meaning if applied to like the reliance on substances. You know, that image of this cardinal earth sign is a mountain. It's like a symbol of importance, you know, preservation and eternity, 
which fit which really fits well you know with their ruling planet saturn symbolism you know being represented by patience discipline and principles of perseverance and preservation which all require time and of course though the concepts of immortality and eternity suggest having time forever on one side which in a sense you know that capricorn man really experiences deeply so the Capricorn man, he's like no entitled asshole or like glory seeker, you know, he's rarely rude and his best friends in life are often people who are in positions that serve him, you know, people who make his life that much easier on a daily basis, like people like his, you know, barista or his bartender or the doorman, you know, a waiter, anyone who like simply makes his life easier day to day. So he values justice and he will attempt to be as fair and gracious as he can to everyone from his boss to his employee and he really inspires fear and respect in his professional life and often even from those who are supposed to be his superiors you know he simply just defies the orders or chains of command that one typically adheres to so he also might be the type of man that is purposefully um, trying to be an underachiever you know taking jobs that he could literally do in his sleep a job that gives him time and most importantly ease in his life because you know the seagoat is far more concerned with being rich in spirit than he is with being like literally rich that said he is like notoriously bad with money <laughs> he has this attitude where it's like if he wants to do something he will uh, such as like he wants to buy a new car he'll go ahead and do it even if he's short on money he wants to fly to a foreign country you know sure why not but keep in mind here's the catch that of course He's going to find the cheapest flight there, you know, say some shitty ass, um, stay at like some shitty ass, like one star hotel, you know, the car he could buy might be like 30 years old, but it doesn't matter to him. Like he feels like, you know, they don't make it like they used to. So why not enjoy old things? Because don't forget that motto of his I use. So you could literally translate that right down to the bone, like right down to what it means. You know, he uses used stuff. If and when his wants exceed his credit card limit, he'll just simply apply for another credit card. You know, life is too short to worry or deprive himself of such pleasures. And besides, you know, there's always bankruptcy to wipe the slate clean if all else fails. You know, most pe people like typically wouldn't think of, um, like think this of the Capricorn man, you know, cause he's always making it look like he has his, finan his finances under control. But that's because I'm sorry to say this, but like the guy is cheap, you know, he buys what he wants to, but he always has to find the cheapest option of it. So that's why he really doesn't like run out of money that fast. You know, the Capricorn man probably spends half his life suffering from depression and his famous panic attacks. Capricorns in general are very worrisome people because they are ruled by Saturn, a planet that is known to plan for the future and being responsible. And sometimes that can just be too much for someone to bear. So you can't blame them. But the Capricorn man pretty much finds his life to be somewhat of like a 50-50 affair. You know, his life is always looked at from the perspective of like the half full or half empty experience. But he typically chooses to look on the optimistic side. So human imperfection in his mind is something that we should all embrace, not ignore. You know, in fact, he finds it to be something worth celebrating. You know, the Capricorn man shows us that by, you know, a failing, you actually improve, which is true. You know, just as societies begin to thrive culturally when they're in a state of decline. So, you know, the word culture itself, like literally means a richening of social experience. So the Capricorn man is like the ultimate survivor who remains throughout his life, like a carefree 
angry type character, despite or maybe even due to any past struggles he's faced. Because when it comes to the Capricorn man's childhood, like as a boy, he doesn't experience much of a childhood really. You know, his father is usually like a distant figure, leaving little Seagoat to take on way more responsibilities than he should. And he almost becomes like the male figure or leader of the household. And in some scenarios, he's almost like a surrogate husband to his mother, you know, supporting her emotionally uh, where the father couldn't. So much like how in Greek mythology, Cronus, who represents the Capricorn man, conspired with his mother, who was Gaia, also known as the Earth, during the overthrowing of his crazy, weird father, Uranus. And even when the Capricorn man's father is in the picture, though, he is still rather distant. And little Seagoat learns from his father's failing to show up for like important events, you know, moments of like supposed glory that he can't feel somewhat hollow and empty because of that. So he learns early in life what it takes most of us years to learn, which is that any acclaim to fame or like being praised for something only lasts for a short while. So for the Capricorn boy, life is never black and white or like good or bad, but more like one huge gray area that rarely provides him with a reason to jump for joy. So Saturn's influence on this sign is very heavy. You know, he literally becomes the child that the family like pours all their baggage on. You know, he is like the literal scapegoat, especially for his siblings who are usually like freer to live, think and dream freely. I can definitely relate to him on that scale. Me being like the scapegoat in my family, I'm the middle child. And even until this day, it's like a heavy burden. But like me, you know, the positive side from being the scapegoat is that you become more mature you know you're mature beyond your years and this is the Capricorn man that's why he looks like such an adult from when he's like a teenager always dressed immaculately so for the Capricorn man you know he is highly motivated to find some type of sanctuary in life you know the mountain being Capricorn symbol is literally perfect in describing this man because the mountain is literally just the kind of landscape that the Capricorn man will look to to find some like highly needed refuge from the shitty realities of the world you know the mountain long represents like a meeting place between like the heavens and the earth and it's been considered in many cultures like a holy environment you know from mount sinai to mount olympus you know there's some sort of sanctuary found in these places so as we mentioned capricorn is governed by the 10th house and the 10th house represents a physical means to a spiritual end but the capricorn man takes his sweet time on his fairly bumpy journey called life you know alternating from reaching great heights and experiencing great falls often seeking safe haven from his roller coaster type existence and helping others achieve the same too. So now that we've talked a bit about the history of the Capricorn man sign, how his mind typically works, I want to get more into his sole purpose in life and talk more about his body, like his physical, you know, physique, how it typically looks like. So the Capricorn man is by far the most affected male of the zodiac. And this really shows in his mannerisms, you know, by the time this man reaches his 20s, he will have like many infamous faces and poses. And it will be like so woven into his psyche that like what most people would view as like some type of like pretense, like for the Capricorn man, it will look like so organic as if it's just like a second nature to him. And as I mentioned, you know, Capricorn is represented by the age group of 63 to 70. So he has like a very old fashioned type demeanor to him. And this becomes really apparent, you know, in his style of clothing. Like he literally looks 
as if he's wearing something like his gramps would have worn like when like 50 something years ago. And this makes sense, you know, given that he's governed by the 10th house in astrology, which is the house of tradition among many other things. So if any man is going to show up anywhere like wearing like plaid pants or like a cardigan, then it's going to be your vintage Capricorn man. And even while he's young, you know, his clothing style gives you the feeling that like he just slipped into retirement or something. You know, the way he dresses is like like someone who feels like they've earned the right to like just kick back and relax. And he has like this indifference type behavior toward people. You know, the way his physical demeanor is, he just gives kind of the message that this man like lives in the moment to like ridiculous extremes. But at the same time, you know, he also loves to think about the past. So the way the Capricorn man sees it, you know, the world is like constantly, you know, decaying. He views everything that came before as better. And we really see this in his style of the way he dresses and also in his love for like old relics, you know, like vintage cars, like ancient cities, any kind of old world type mannerisms and charm, you know, that type of thing. So when entering a social setting, he is like easily spotted as like a long, cool drink of water. You know, even when he's not the tall type, he will appear so just from his demeanor and like having perfect proportions. He usually is always dressed to the nines, but in a like a very cool and casual way. He also loves nice socks and like elegant antique watches, you know, some type of like fancy pinky ring is another way to spot a Capricorn man. Also, another way to spot him is by his signature like necktie he loves to wear or some sort of scarf. Usually, you know, with an old fashioned like martini or Manhattan in his hand, you know, this guy is honestly hard to miss at an outing or a party, you know, he sneaks up on you with like this whisper type of voice, you know, often with like the perfect Shakespearean pronunciation, which might seem to be some sort of like fake, you know, show, but he is no victim of pretense or like a type of man that like kisses ass. The Capricorn man simply doesn't ever seek to impress, especially in his professional dealings. So in his demeanor, you know, it's a bit slightly anxious and whether he has like big bucks in his bank account or not, he's very carefree with his spending. And he has like this feeling that he just has nothing to lose. You know, he also isn't afraid to socialize. You know, this guy can come up with any topic to speak about and he will for sure have strong opinions on them. But it's a pretty safe bet that the Capricorn man won't be discussing current events. He's more likely to talk about older things, you know, some event that happened maybe like many years ago. And the moral of his stories are always like along some type of theme of like those were the days, you know, he will have, you know, that he's seen it all and what he does doesn't know very well like the new stuff he'll kind of fake but quickly gear toward like the more familiar old territory that he's more comfortable in but the Capricorn man really teaches the rest of us by example that people shouldn't have to work so hard you know like climbing and changing things otherwise like proving themselves in life rather he like personifies a feeling of like you know, being comfort comfortable like in anything and just accepting things the way they are, you know, even if it's taking a downturn. And the Capricorn man, though he prefers to be in social settings that make him comfortable, like his own home, you know, he, he's fine with going out, but he obviously prefers to be like in his own social setting where he'll like invite friends and acquaintances that really make him feel like he's surrounded by familiars. 
Um, the Capricorn guy, like actor, for instance, is like a very distinguished, you know, man. He's a very elegant gentleman with like an offbeat, often like screwball type personality, which if not evident in his public persona is definitely going to be evident in his private life. You know, some famous Capricorn actors are people like Anthony Hopkins, Cary Grant, Mel Gibson, Denzel Washington, Jude Law, Jared Leto, Jim, Jim Carrey, Elvis Presley, Ricky Martin, David Bowie, Rod Stewart. All those are just some of the well-known Capricorn actors. And I love almost all of them, especially Jude Law. Oh my God, he is so yummy. Like the way he dresses is like typical Capricorn man style, always looking so dapper. People like Jim Carrey, for instance, you know, his comedic style is like typical Capricorn comedy, just being quirky and carefree. Also, Jared Leto, such a talented musician and actor. He's amazing in portraying like all kinds of different personas. You know, he also has like a goofy kind of vibe to him. And don't forget Denzel. Oh my God, Denzel. One of my first crushes as a little girl, like love his style and his graceful presence. And one I didn't mention, but he's a Capricorn, which is one of my favorite actors of all time and musicians is Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx is so amazing, guys. Like in the way he portrays his characters, like he just really makes you instantly feel whatever that character is supposed to be feeling. So all of these are well-known Capricorn men, but they are all known for having flair and sophistication. And you know, Capricorn man's physique really suggests that he's never been anywhere like near an exercise machine. He just naturally fit, you know, his body is kept well maintained through like casual sports, you know, things like running, swimming, or like afternoons on the tennis court. He is typically taller and leaner than most men. You know, his stature may be somewhat as if his head and shoulders are like somewhat bent forward. His spine kind of curving near his squared but fine shoulders as if he's carrying, you know, always carrying like a shrug. And the Capricorn man, you know, um, you know, he for sure displays a lot of like vocal size in the course of a conversation with him as if he's someone who's like given up on the shitty world, you know, choosing to like let the cards fall where they may. Ironically, though, he's like rather a compliant character, but he's also an imposing one. You know, he has like this nonchalant attitude that gives him a very strong confidence and comfortable presence. But he does have an immovable stature, you know, framed by like large and sturdy bones since the skeleton is ruled by his sign, not to mention he has strong boners, too. <laughs> you know, in fact, all the Capricorn's extremities, including his hands and feet, are of the long, thick and heavily veined variety. So the Capricorn man is like a combination of boyish beauty and somewhat of a crustiness to him. I'll explain what I mean by that in a moment. So like even though his skin may be as soft and moist as a baby's bottom, his forehead tends to become deeply lined early in life and he tends to have deep nasal folds. You know, his face is often beauty marked by like moles and subject to a sharp, dense, hairy stubble type chin. You know, he usually has wide eyes. They're usually dark as well with like long, beautiful lashes. His nose is usually somewhat flattened and his mouth wide and rose dipped like an infant's lips. You know, his teeth are usually weak 
and prone to decay easily. This is just something to do with Capricorns. And he also usually has that infamous cleft in his chin. You know, for those of you who don't know what that means, it's like, you know, a little chin dimple. You know, when bigger, sometimes people call it a butt chin. But also, you know, like the goat, he usually has a hairy body, which despite his heavy structure, still tends toward being, you know, bone thin. And in comparison to like his elongated torso, his legs can look rather short. And he usually has like an arced lower back and a cute little butt. Though his legs are slender and also covered with a lot of hair, his ankles may appear thick and sturdy. And like all the Capricorn rule joints are prone to injury quite easily, especially as he gets older. Overall, though, his body is pretty slender, sturdy, and seductive because he doesn't appear like too adolescent-like by the stiffness in his movements. His stomach is often flat and fleeced with a lot of hair that extends down to his pubes. Now, when it comes to the sea goat's package, it tends to be loose and floppy like the seagoat you know like a fish like loose and floppy and rather veiny his balls usually low hanging which is a signal of an inherent sense of calm in males through the animal kingdom and it's also a visible symptom of his association with like the sagging age group of 63 to 70. likewise though the capricorn man usually goes gray earlier than most men in the zodiac but it lends him that signature air of sophistication and often while still in his 20s he tends to go gray so he gives off this very knowledgeable sexual appeal okay now that we've covered his body type let's get into his sexual persona so in his young years he is notoriously attracted to older women who usually have many years on him they tend to be surprised and challenged by his very like ripe adult nature you know, he's often tall and somewhat full of burden while still in his teen years, so he fools women into believing that he's of an older age. However, he really seeks a certain form of caretaking from a woman. You know, the typical Capricorn man like requires no guidance or nurturing. He is comfortable and confident in his ability to achieve lifelong ambitions on his own. However, he may be slow to admit it, but what he really wants in a woman is someone to pick up the pieces rather than to look after him. You know, he's rarely attracted to domineering woman types, instead usually drawn to the seemingly shy types with whom he feels like he'll find protection and undivided devotion or even outright servitude from them. You know, sometimes he'll go for the type of woman that others see as like used goods, girls that are more like broken in, you know, with a high track record. You know, they seem more real to him than like the full of themselves type younger girls, like the head cheerleader that, you know, most men his age would go after when they're still in their teenage years. But for him, you know, he doesn't like that. He actually finds them to be very, you know, suspect. In fact, you know, Capricorn man is either attracted to like absolute pure innocence or women who make like no attempt to hide the fact that they've been around the block. You know, he's usually popular in grade school. It's like the typical Capricorn scenario that we talked about. You know, you'll see this in his social status. Like it starts to slip early in life. You know how I said like, you know, his status will usually start high and go down. So by the time he gets to high school, he's already something of like a has-been to his peers. And teenage Capricorn is often labeled by his peers who just like fail to understand his complex personality because he's so like aloof towards certain trends. So he like tends to seem out of 
sync with his peers and that like just invites ridicule from them just as the fact that he usually reaches puberty early kind of standing out like a sore hairy thumb and not caring much about what other boys think though it really hurts him quick if he's made fun of by the girls in school especially the popular ones who kind of you know set the tone for everyone else and the 10th house in astrology also determines how the world sees and evaluates you so judgments are felt that that much more strongly by the capricorn boy and in truth you know such negative attention is actually a misguidance of like the sexual feelings that he stirs in in the woman his age and though they might you know play hormonal catch up with him later and soon throw themselves at him he will already be damaged at that point so it's too late so but this is all meant to be you know so even when capricorn man finds girls you know falling head over heels for him he will have already developed a strong allergy to like any popular type woman you know from the damage that was done in his school years by their ridicule of him meanwhile you know he goes where the love is you know is to to girls who have that like misfit goth like appeal to him who share his like disdain view of existence so faster than you can say like you and me against the world the capricorn boy you know becomes romantically linked with these types of women just as he himself is like kind of developing into something of a sophisticated gentleman also it's important to note that the capricorn man isn't a shallow guy he doesn't place much importance on appearances unlike his preceding sign of sagittarius Instead, he focuses on what beauty a person has on the inside. I also want to add that because of his past, you know, with women in school, it could be argued that the Capricorn boy tends to shoot low as a result of feeling so deeply rejected by like the more physically beautiful woman that he truly fancies. So he aims low so that way he doesn't really get rejected, you know, so that's more of like his psychological issue that he has deep down, but he won't really admit it. But then again, you know, when speaking of Capricorn, you know, there's an upside and downside to like every issue he faces. So the main point is when it comes to sex and relationships or really any life goal he has, the seagoat simply can't cope with competition. This makes him a rather unique character because like whatever success he does achieve are accomplished in such signature manner that he stands in a category like all of his own. You know, he's never in the running to begin with. So this really shows you how the Capricorn man really operates in the world. You know, he starts out on top, typically entering like an area of human awareness, whether on like an intimate or global scale. Then he has nowhere to go but down. You know, this is the Capricorn man's experience. So if he lands a new job, he will be like some sort of wonder to everyone else, you know, achieving greatness easily. You know, in popular culture, for instance, he doesn't fit into the status quo. He achieved something like no one else before him did, you know, such as Elvis. You know, I mean, there was rock and roll, then came Elvis, you know, changing the genre forever. There was boxing, then came Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. You know, there was Hollywood leading man and then came Cary Grant. And, you know, the list goes on and on. All these men I mentioned were Capricorns. And you can see the pattern of how they achieve something that no one else before them could. So this revolutionary brand of Capricorn greatness is near impossible to sustain but the seagoat knows when it's time to slide back into the shadows and regroup before like planning his next big ascent and the same peaks and valley pattern you know the archetypal legacy of like the fallen god cronus also known as saturn 
is applied to Capricorn's personal relationships as well. You know, like in new romantic relationships, the Capricorn man is seen as like the ultimate catch, especially by like family and friends of his new partner. They see him, you know, like as the perfect gentleman, you know, the perfect man for their daughter. Like he is like the front man, you know, showing his partner around town, spoiling her. He is like everybody's favorite and can do no wrong in their eyes. But soon, of course, because this is his pattern, he falls from grace, typically because he simply gets back into his emotions. And those who saw him as like the happiest of men suddenly have a hard time accepting him as like a depressing and like melancholy baby. You know, this is another reason why he often goes for the type of women that are outcasts and those who have struggled in life. So that way he can experience like any such personal falls and he won't have to deal with like the rude looks people around him tend to give him, thinking that they are better than him. Ironically, though, he's famously approached by people People who seek to leech onto him for his power and Capricorn himself loves to feel like the star of the show so his challenge though is to try to shoot as high as he might in love like not settling for second best scenarios and yet to still secure the same kind of lazy lifestyle with a hot babe who also possesses brains body and spirit you know the Capricorn man looks at relationships as a source of convenience first and foremost and love comes second you know, in fact, of any of the men in the Zodiac, the Capricorn man is like most likely to not believe in true love altogether. He finds it stupid and phony. And typically it's more of a subconscious excuse because this like melancholy seagoat, you know, in adulthood wants to really avoid the feelings of heartbreak that he usually experienced in his teenage years. And this Capricorn man like doesn't want to work so hard or make compromises to his set ways. But the thing is that this Capricorn man will miss falling in love altogether if he acts this way if he only realized when considering like taking the plunge into marriage especially that he would really save himself so much emotional anguish if he faces his fears of falling in love with like the more bright and sunny type of woman you know the more challenging types you could say ones who have like high expectations of themselves and of him then if he were to fall in love for like the more safe and easy type of woman because the truth is you know those women are anything but safe or easy but still it's as if this melancholy baby would rather feel sorry for himself and like live a life of emotional unrest and mediocrity rather than to work a bit at getting the type of woman that he really wants you know the type that really gets his heart pumping rather than settling for second best unfortunately though you know most often going for the type of woman he really has the hots for only reminds him that he's like really fragile which might break him all too easily and there is a good deal though of the capricorn man population who just believe that women are like on the planet just to like procreate and serve their men and it's where that tradition of Saturn's rule over the 10th house can really negatively manifest. You know, generally what goes along with this sort of Capricorn male personality is a strict adherence to like some type of religion. And when it comes to spiritual beliefs, he can be super rigid, you know, such as Mel Gibson, for instance. You know, let's just say he might take the biblical Moses going to the mountain aspect of his sign a little too literally. And for this kind of Capricorn man, love may have even less to do with, you know, um, like marriage than it usually does for this emotionally worn out guy. He also may be so strict in his religious beliefs due to like his repressed kinky desires, which we'll talk about in a second. 
And that's why he may make such a point of living in a strictly religious lifestyle. But regardless of his religion, or even if he has a religion at all, like whatever his routine, for this seagoat, relationships are like no mere walk in the park, nor is it for his partner. You know, even that signature martini holding dapper looking Capricorn is free falling his way through life and will look upon relationships as like safe places to land. And out of all the men in the Zodiac, this man gets married by far the most you could literally call him like a serial marrying man <laughs> because he may do so time and time again however when he finds like a compliant wife who will conform to like the structure of a bond that he tailors to make it suit his needs then he will be very committed and won't leave easily and because he can be almost pathologically practical in his search for a safe relationship this seagull may think there's no problem at all to marry for money you know a man's got to eat after all so this is common for capricorn men you know if any man's got a sugar mama it's the most likely the capricorn man you know the woman seagulls by far are much more advanced in that sense though but we will cover that in my stripping the capricorn woman episode and we will talk all about how Miss Seagoat loves to marry for money and can be the typical gold digger type if she needs to be. The Capricorn man, though, typically spends his entire childhood like enriching his mind with intellectual, you know, philosophical and re religious studies, just as he values, you know, his knowledge of social grace. And in this respect, he really fancies himself quite the catch, you know, worthy of sharing like his priceless knowledge with a partner, sometimes in return for pocket money, though. <laughs> you know, in this way, a shy type of like heiress could easily become Capricorn's most compatible like partner. He sees a certain like practicality and marrying well you know should some form of affection come to pass later then all the better you know like he won't say no to that but he t does not mind you know like marrying like for like finance sake or like social status sake or any of that meanwhile you know his signature dashing good looks and impeccable charm really guarantee him a secure spot in his partner's heart despite his eternal detachment which is typically you know impossible to even bring up to him so these types of like ready-made relationships really appeal to the Capricorn man for the same reason he makes those sudden like gigantic career moves in life. You know, it's just his nature, like that of his Greek archetype Cronus, to start at the top and then slowly find his comfort level in situations. So when he spots that safe haven of a woman, he really brings on the charm and puts all his energy into sweeping her off her feet. You know, before she realizes it, she's literally managing a household and affairs for the both of them while he slips ever further into retirement that is like you know kind of the whole um gist of his life <laughs> he also finds that the more emotional weight and pain a woman already carries then the more likely she will be able to put up with his emotional baggage and that's why he usually goes for women who have you know like harder lives and he definitely doesn't hesitate to dump all his emotional shit and burdens on his partner you know in part that is like its purpose actually you know like entering into a marriage with a capricorn man is like the same thing as having your like elderly grandfather come to stay for good and not just in terms of like wardrobe he's sporting because in his relationships you know the sea goat hopes to have the benefit of being attended to while also being given the freedom and respect due to his wisdom of course so this dynamic goes back to the whole motto of his being i use but it has has a more negative interpretation to it you know the sign of capricorn is associated with the principle of elevated status which as we see he perceives as his birthright 
And in life, the seagoat is naturally drawn toward like the rich and powerful, both in his professional dealings and in his search for a partner. Even if he literally grew up in the ghetto, the Capricorn man is like really good at fitting into high social class type circles because of this signature elite status that he possesses from birth. Now, if we put love aside and only talk about his sexual affairs, then that's a totally different thing. This seagoat doesn't look for the same qualities in casual sexual flings because his erotic desires may be somewhat of an annoyance to him, you know, a distraction that he constantly like subconsciously seeks to subdue. Even when dating this man, a woman may find it hard to figure out whether the Capricorn man is like sexually interested in her or not. You know, many dates may happen before he even so much makes a move. Still, though, this seagoat is known for his uncontrollable sexual desires. Like, he's not known as, like, the horniest of signs for nothing. Nothing, You know, like I said, Capricorn literally means, like, goat horn, and goats are known to be the horniest of animals. So he just does a great job at hiding it. But the more he feels it, the more he seeks to restrict these sexual urges of his. You know, that psychological pressure, let alone the physical strain it puts on him. But continually building and building until he just bursts you know everything it would seem turns him on and his more out there sensations like those that call into question his sexual identity those are the ones that torment him to no end especially in his youth with saturn's influence weighing so heavily on him it's like every sexual feeling he has feels so loaded he is like hamlet you know an internally tragic figure the word tragedy itself comes from the greek word comes from a greek word um tragodi I don't know if I'm saying that right, but it literally means goat song. And let's face it, there's like no easy way of telling these Hamlet type characters of the world to simply lighten the fuck up. And as time goes on, the irony becomes much more apparent as the Capricorn increasingly withholds from having sex, just as his more degenerate tendencies begin to show. The repression of that, you know, mighty and healthy sexual urge of his is what ultimately begins to twist into more perverted directions. When he's young, his sexual fantasies make him shy away from like seeking a relationship with a more like fresh faced version type his own age. So instead, he welcomes a more like experienced woman, like a MILF would be like the typical best woman for him to have his first sexual experience with. Someone who has like a fair share of sexual experience, a woman who he feels won't be shocked by his more rude, you know, erotic fantasies. And when finally setting, settling down and getting married to a safe and more straight-laced partner, he will need to like make other arrangements for his more out-there sexual desires. Just as the 10th house rules interest outside the home, the Capricorn man like manifests this in his sexual life by finding like some side bitch that he can do anything with to find release for his more shocking sexual urges. And he does this almost out of courtesy to his wife so he doesn't trouble her, if that makes any sense. But of course, you know, the perfect solution to this problem of his would just be to form a lasting relationship with a woman who is as equally suited to mothering his children and keeping a stable household, but also one that is open and eager to engage in all the erotic and out there sexual behaviors that this dirty seagoat really wants. But the truth is, is that the Capricorn man wouldn't typically dream of introducing these sexual fantasies to his partner. And that's why Capricorn does so well with Scorpio woman. Like I cannot, you know, emphasize that enough, how well Scorpio woman and Capricorn, like they're like the perfect match 
because Scorpio, you know, Scorpio woman, they're like a perfect partner for him. You know, she's loyal. She takes care of the household, the children. But at the same time, she is an absolute sex freak in bed. And that is exactly what he needs. You know, the Scorpio woman doesn't shy away from any sexual activity, nor does she make you feel uncomfortable or embarrassed to have those fantasies in the first place. So if you're a Capricorn man and you're listening to this, you know, take my advice. Go find yourself a Scorpio woman. Trust me, she is your dream girl. <laughs> so this man's tragic fatal relationship flaw is the fact that he hides large parts of himself from his significant other and he often finds himself stuck like for life with this kind of safe type of woman that he can only return to after like enacting such dirty desires elsewhere and of course you know that's not healthy at all so what Mr. Seagoat really needs is to realize that the safe scenario is really a two-way street. You know, that perfect woman that Capricorn looks for to be the perfect wife and perfect mother should also indeed be someone who has just as many kinky fantasies as he does himself. You know, that way together, they might explore their nastier notions, you know, keeping each other's secrets, you know, securely hidden in the core of their bond. And like I said, Scorpio woman, perfect. You know, go listen to my Scorpio woman and Capricorn man compatibility episode and you'll totally get what I mean. So in his quest to find this woman who is perfect and like services him in all the ways he needs, except sexually, of course, he only increases his repressed sexual baggage. But if he admits to his sexual inclinations and indulges in them with a more like-minded mate, then true affection will start to bubble up and he will experience what true love actually is and this man desperately needs that you know his fantasies and his actual sexual behavior are typically like no straightforward affair but rather layered with fetishes and more than his fair share of hangups you know his brand of sex is obscene and often more like you know depraved than most people can even begin to imagine and at the core of his desire is his interest in contrast, which typically manifests as him taking on the role of like, a, you know, aristocratic master, whether subtly or like in full costume or makeup, while his woman plays the like perfect maid. You know, he loves forms of degrade, degrade, degradation, sorry, my tongue got twisted, degradation in sex. And it might manifest in like a simple desire for like naughty sex, you know, such as anal sex, his personal favorite. And that's that's why again Scorpio woman perfect match because she is not one to be swayed by things like anal sex rather she doesn't mind trying anything at least once and she tends to enjoy anal sex actually as well so like his opposite sign of cancer you know the cancer man also has a fetish for like woman dressed as like young schoolgirls and pigtails Capricorn you know also loves role play where his partner like you know does everything he says you know he might even get off on paying for the right to to have his sexual orders carried out and you know pretty much you know the capricorn man's type of lovemaking practice you know follows like a more do me theme where his woman must take on much of the responsibility for like driving you know even the most obvious actions like climbing on a ride where he like kicks back in his signature you know leisure mode and in many of the scenarios that further float the sea goat's boat the woman should do stuff to him you know as he experiences like an extra wave of excitement when like certain acts pose a challenge you know taking some practice if not stomaching to get the job done right patience however is the saturn ruled um, capricorn's most striking virtue virtue for sure you know to the delight of his partner he's never in a rush he takes his sweet time with sex 
often what turns him on the most in bed are things that he may have shared in his younger years with like the MILFs, you know, the older woman that he tends to attract at such a young age. And past experiences, you know, erotic or traumatic make a heavy impact on the seagull. And he will want to repeat the pleasurable behaviors later, sometimes in like a ritualistic type of way. It is like acts of disliking that he most fears doing with like his more straight laced partners. But even he would have to admit that what gets like this seagoat the most turned on is the idea of corrupting a pure woman. He is notoriously turned on by women like such as nurses, you know, librarians, secretaries, teachers. All of these are like at the top of the list of women that the seagoat would most like to drag down into the depths of like blissful degradation. In fact, images he likes to see while masturbating are things like female, you know, goody goodies gone bad. You know, the person who said men don't make passes at girls who wear glasses had no fucking idea what how the Capricorn man sexual psychology works because he is aroused by the idea of a woman becoming you know trapped in her own desires and like the more nerdy type of woman and like you know making them like like turning them into like a sexual beast and his actual sexual activities usually stop at the point of any form of like S&M. A bit of bondage perhaps is okay, but he's not really one for whips and chains, you know. Also, the Capricorn man gets off on watching a woman being fucked by another guy, sometimes his own woman that he's dating. I know it kind of tops their fantasy list far more than like the prospect of like witnessing her, you know, mix it up with like another sexy lady. You know, for the Capricorn man, it's not a matter of like getting off, rather it's like the female's degradation that like gives him the thrill. So in his fantasy, the more beastly and rough a character having at his woman, the better. Of course, the whole concept of playing with other couples is also one of like his infamous urges that he usually hides from his partner. But this could become a habit for him if it's allowed by his partner and she's into it. You know, sexual feelings for other men is something that honestly most Capricorn men experience at some point in their life. After all, they are loaded with like sexual sensations and it's difficult for him to like determine what might be just like a passing fantasy and what actually is an interest because he's just like as turned on by like everything. And as, as an adolescent, you know, he like many, you know, younger boys may participate in like jerking off like in front of his male friends or whatever. But the irony here is that he makes such a big deal of these behaviors, you know, thinking about them endlessly while kind of denying himself like any further involvement which he labels as wrong, you know, and then the issue never really gets resolved. And he carries on in life with like a huge question mark in the back of his mind. And straight Capricorn men like force themselves to outgrow such behaviors and thoughts. And then like gay seagoats, you know, may actually remain fairly repressed either way. You know, the Capricorn man is like sensible on the subject, you know, being like the sensitive man he is, he remains of course sympathetic to gay people, many of whom actually are close friends of his. Meanwhile, our fishy seagoat has a sexually kind of ishy air about him, you know, that way about him that he sexualizes most people, further kind of predisposing him to attracting those of his own gender. 
His neighbor on the Zodiac wheel, um, Sagittarius, is more upfront about, you know, his sexual feelings and willing to like try anything at least once, including sex with another guy. However, the Capricorn man is like essentially, you know, emotionally restrained and more of like a stickler for like what is right and traditional, thanks to his planetary ruler, Saturn, which is like all about tradition and restrictions. So if he has any like homosexual urges, that can set him off into like an intense psychological trip. But that inherent confusion is just a part of the seagoat's like sophisticated character and one that really shows others that he is unshockable and indeed that there's most likely nothing sexual he hasn't tried, if only in his fantasies. Needless to say, though, Capricorn's sexual character definitely keeps people guessing. So that is pretty much it on Capricorn. Like I gave you guys like, you know, all, you know, the science history. We talked about his psyche. We talked about his sexual urges. We talked about his like, you know, perfect romantic, you know, partners, all that type of stuff. I will be releasing bonus episodes soon after I do Stripping the Capricorn Woman. We will do some bonus episodes on like tips, you know, to date, how to date a Capricorn guy, you know, how to turn him on, how to be with him, you know, as like a serious partner, all that types of stuff. Kind of the same thing I did for Scorpio, but obviously it'll be different. Scorpio focused more on like their tests and, you know, them going cold and all their complicated shit. So this will be like more like tips on how to deal with, you know, dealing like dating, you know, a Capricorn guy. And then I will release also before those bonus episodes um, and before stripping the Capricorn woman I will be releasing compatibility for Capricorn man with all the women of the zodiac we already have Scorpio woman and Capricorn man out because we already covered Scorpio chapter but I will be doing all the rest and those will be coming out within the next couple of days I usually release them like at in threes at a time so like over like the next four days they will all be complete all right, guys, thank you so, so, so much for listening. If you are a Capricorn man or you know any Capricorn men that are um, open to doing an interview with me about the topics I talked about in this episode, reach out to me by email or DM me or leave me a voice note using the link below. And I would love to um, connect with you and see if we can do an interview together. All right, guys, much love. See you next time.